before I even get started, I just want to say rest in peace to my favorite artist, one of my faves, Earl DMX Simmons. DMX, man, you were loved. Love beyond measure. Thank you so much for sharing your struggles, sharing your the good times, sharing your prayers. And you will definitely be missed. You will never be forgotten, man. This one hurts. It's, um, he's one of those people that can never be replaced, man. So thank you. Your talent's going to live on forever. And I can't wait to tell my kids and my grandkids about you, man. Thank you so much for everything you did. I ain't going to change. I'm not going to change. I'm not going to change. Well, I love who I am. I'm God's child. So, y'all, we are here the 12th episode of the Be Honest Though podcast. It's crazy. 12 episodes. Like, it's exciting. I love this. I love podcasting, yo. I didn't think podcasting would be the fire that I need. This is amazing. I love talking to dope people. And I realized I have some dope people in my lives. Like, just, this is my baby, y'all. This is my baby. I don't have babies, so this is, this is the baby right now. <laughs> um, so this episode is kind of like off the top of the dome. And um, I'm thinking about just recapping each episode and see how that goes. So, hmm. Which one should I do first? I don't have a fave fave. Like, all my episodes are, like, special to me for different reasons. Hmm. Okay, let's recap episode one. Let's start from there. Um, This episode is called Black is Black Maybe and is with my co-worker slash friend who swear he doesn't love me but he does bab so well you mm-hmm. this is I'm, I'm sorry to say this but mm-hmm. this is what i've come to understand about america okay america only knows about itself yeah america is very selfish america is very um self-centered and we don't really realize how many you know countries are really there's so many things going on outside there Mm -hmm. and outside there everybody sees you yeah but you don't see them but just think about okay so think about america as a sheltered child that doesn't know anything and they're only pushing their own agenda like when you're raised in a cult and, and you're like, oh, you only know about these things. And that's why I, that's why I said I wouldn't use the phrase overstepping boundaries. But I'm not using the phrase. No, I'm just saying. Oh, I'm just okay. saying, like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Whoever said that, mm-hmm. that I'm just sure. I'm not sure they even know their own roots. No, like <laughs> details. Yeah, so that was the first episode. Uh, be honest, though, that episode was called "Black Is Black." Maybe. And again, shout out to Babs. It was so fun. I learned a lot about him that day. And I hope you learned a lot about me that day too. And um, yeah, it's just interesting. Because as a black American, I know what white people do to me. But 
like the opinion of the outside world is kind of it's kind of interesting to see so but yeah so shout out to Baz again so let me see what the next episode since we're talking about america anyway let's talk about my fifth episode <laughs> and it's called the caucasity of it all and i did this episode with my friend jay namar smith and he's a really good friend of mine that i met through another good friend and we just unpacked what the hell happened on january 6th with that whole capital riot here's a clip of it as everybody knows what happened on january 6th with the capital being um taken over yeah by um variety of i would like to say white people yeah <laughs> a variety of white people it was, yeah. a, it was a little splash of color in there a little bit here mm. and there i seen a little um people that's um not a lot of melanin in them <laughs> <laughs> but there's some yeah, there was some yeah. which was surprising to me mm. um i seen um a melanated person of our hue just mm. standing in the stairs that's yeah. a meme now yes yes which is, is hilarious mm -hmm. yeah and i'm really trying to figure out why he was there nobody has found him as no. of yet <laughs> no he he hasn't been uh mm. he hasn't been arrested like all the others yeah it's funny good yeah like <laughs> <laughs> that's the least, least you could do <laughs> but um so what do you think let's start off with that like so how did you view that day when you found out what happened mm -hmm. what was your pro uh, thought process like how did you even hear about it at first so um oh man where the heck was i when i heard about that i was sitting in my room i was working okay. actually um <laughs> I was working on a special covering the that that is that was set to cover the uh, inauguration. Mm -hmm, how funny! A new special, yeah. And so, um, so as I'm sitting there working, looking up details to prepare, then all of a sudden I'm on. Uh, I'm just like on social media, and I just start hearing, you know, seeing different posts mm -hmm. about like you know the Capitol is being attacked and all these things. And I'm like, what is happening? yeah so that's episode five of be honest though and again the episode is called the caucast it's called the caucasity of it all so thank you jane namar for coming on i learned a lot from that episode he really unpacked like racism in politics and we just discussed like the things that we observed i can't wait for part two i cannot wait for part two and it's crazy because I love history. I love learning about things. I'm always watching documentaries and stuff, especially about U.S. history. But I didn't start studying U.S. history until I lost my insurance. Like, for real, for real. <laughs> if I'm being dead ass. So, he taught me a lot. I'm still constantly learning. But it was... Yo, that time was crazy. I remember looking on um, the news and just it's like white people going wild man anyway so what's the next episode oh so let's do episode two this episode is called christian mingle and i explained in the episode that i was put in a christian well seventh-day adventist school and um practically my whole life but i'm baptist so yes it's all christianity but it's a difference on 
how they practice the severity of those practices it's crazy looking out from the outside view and so dating within um seventh day Adventist is like it's nuts it's nuts so we discussed that here's a clip of it but I'm personally not Seventh Day Adventist myself, right? Right, right, right. But um, Sammy's Seventh Day Adventist, right? So he grew up in this community. This is like, this is all you know, right? This is like, not all you know, but this is how you. Yeah, I was born and raised in the SDA mm-hmm. uh, household and everything else. A family that uh, follows um, Seventh Day Adventist beliefs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. What I find, especially with like Black Seventh Day Adventists, is like you kind of know everybody. <laughs> gotcha. Yes, at least it's in like, your area, you know, yeah. or in your in your state. I even feel like beyond the area because it's like you have schools outside, right? The state, right. So it's like you're gonna find somebody that knows somebody. Right. Around. I think that's usually what it is. If you don't yeah. know the person directly, you at mm-hmm. least know them by like two or three degrees. Yeah. It's like some mutual is gonna be there that you don't. Right. Know. Right. So I feel like it's a little bit harder, especially if you're in a particular area. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because you kind of, it's kind of like you're dating the circle. Mm-hmm. Technically, like, right. you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And the outside rules is you don't date nobody in the circle. Right. So how do you even? <laughs> I, I was, the best way I could answer it is almost with another question where like, and this, this might seem like one extreme, but let's say you had a large group of friends. Mm-hmm. How do you feel with dating people within your friend group and stuff like that? You know, just like it just sometimes it could be weird. Um, there's a fishbowl mm-hmm. effect. I know that was a weird yeah. example. So I'm going to take a couple steps back from that and go forward again. So um, with the fishbowl effect, let's say like I went to an, an Adventist university where um, I would say that the amount of students we had, although there was like many students there, mm-hmm. everyone has seen each other at least one time. I mean, there's probably a lot of people you still haven't seen, but you see, you kind of know. Oh, of like the, you, you've kind of seen, with yeah, them. or at least out of the black students. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You, you, you've seen every black student at least one time. You might okay. miss a few. So, and you, you, you might have a mutual friend or a mutual friend of a mutual friend or something mm-hmm. like that. So, like, when you date someone and let's say you know it doesn't work out or stuff like that, people that you never met definitely know of you. You know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. You could never have a conversation with someone and um, they would still know somewhat what you're about or at least what pe- others have told them about you and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, so that was episode two called Christian Mingle. That was such an interesting episode too. I love that one. Thank you, Sammy, for being on the pod. Like, I know you were nervous about it. It was out of your comfort zone, but you did good. You did great. Okay, you did good. <laughs> and it's kind of hard to explain like the life of a seven-day eventist in dating unless you're in it and i only had a piece of it but sammy's living that so that's why i wanted to have him on the episode just so he can explain it from his point of view um so i'm thinking about switching it up a little bit and putting in my favorite parts of the rest of the episode <laughs> so with this episode okay so the episode i'm thinking about putting in is episode four that i have to put it in so (laughs) this one was a controversial episode everybody was either like oh my gosh i love her or like what is going on (laughs) how could she let those things happen and 
yeah i just love her um episode four is with my friend kenyatta and the episode is called women to women so we're just talking about just men and how we are dealing with um our relationships our past relationships what we learned from them you know things like that and she gave me the honor of being able to share her story with the world um she did it fearlessly and just just like herself and i appreciate her for it so you have to hear this clip this clip had me crying in the back and i don't know how you guys did not hear it but it was too much (laughs) you gotta hear this clip so i remember this day so perfect it was um i was in the house i thought i had to be to work Mm -hmm. but i didn't go no i thought i had to be to work so i called my job my job was like oh you don't have to be work until later Mm -hmm. right so he came in from work i looked at him and i looked outside he was standing outside across the street it's like seven in the morning just leaning reading the paper and i'm looking at him i said okay fine so he comes upstairs and we get in the bed. I was already in the bed. He comes in the bed. And he wants to have sex. I don't want to be bothered, right? Mm-hmm. But I say, yo, go ahead. Like, so you just don't start no argument or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm laying there. And next minute, he starts fanning the covers, fanning the covers. So I'm like, what is going on? I looked at him. He was having a stroke. Get out of here. He was having a stroke. I had the twins was in the room. The twins was like two, three years old. They was in the room, sleep in the other room. And he was having a stroke. He kept fanning the covers. And I'm looking at him, and I said, what's wrong with you? He's like, yo, I'm trying to get this snow from in front of my face. And I'm like, snow? I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, so as you can see, Kenyatta is a storyteller for real, for real. Like, she is going to put you in her journey with her so you can feel everything. (laughs) But uh, thank you so much, Kenyatta, for sharing your journey with me. And allowing me to share with the world. It was so interesting. It was fun to record. And um, you know I love you. I appreciate you. And I can't wait to hear the rest of your stories. To hear the rest of your journey. And yeah please check it out. Check out episode 4. That one was such a good one. Uh, So I'm trying to think. What should I put in? You know what? I'm going to do Kev's. Kev's aka chef bow so the moment i spoke to kev i knew that this guy is special i don't know something about it's something about him that's just very like you gravitate towards him it's something very loving and open about him and his energy is just amazing it's amazing so he went through a lot and I wanted to get his journey on, on his love of cooking, him becoming a chef, him from doing time in federal prison to where he is now. And his journey is amazing. I cannot wait to see the outcome of everything that he is doing. Let me just put a clip in here. You gotta, you gotta get the essence of his energy. But when did you decide, like, okay, I want to take this seriously. I want to do this. Uh, that started from when I was still still locked up. Mm-hmm. I still got, 
I literally still have the same bag I came home with intact. You know, all my notebooks, okay. pictures, everything's still intact. Mm-hmm. Magazines. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's cool, though. You know? Mm-hmm. So, um... Yeah, long story short, I just, it's funny, last month I looked back into one of my notebooks and I was really proud of myself because the outline that I had laid out for doing my food business, like, Mm -hmm. I was living it. (laughs) You know, it was kind of scary to see, like, damn, bro, you be paying your life. That's (laughs) You really be paying. Yeah, you man, like, paint your picture, bro. Like, damn, you painted your life. And the thing about it, even with prayer, people who's religious sometimes, Mm -hmm. you ask for blessings, and then you fuck around, forgot what you even asked for, and you get it. (laughs) And you don't even really notice. Mm -hmm. You might not even, you know, but that's how you lose blessings, too, because sometimes you get what you asked for, and then you don't appreciate Mm. it because you forgot you asked. (laughs) That's crazy. But anyway, yeah, I looked in the notebook. I said, damn, you was really true to yourself. Pat on the back. Yes, (laughs) natural. That's good. That's amazing. You got to give yourself more credit. It's hard. (laughs) Why, though? You act like you're trash. You're not trash. That's Chef Bo for you. He tried to pretend like he thinks he's trash, but he knows he's good. I can't. Kevin's really my guy. I had to put this clip in of me and him talking to, or me and Kev talking to my friend Chris about using Sison. You know, check this out. I like it. Yeah. He got you one of making seasons and shit, like season. Oh, my man making. Yeah. No more Sison. Ooh, no more Sison. Ah, no more Sison. that episode was definitely a vibe i really appreciate kev coming on the show he really didn't have to but he did he showed out so thank you kev well excuse me thank you chef bo for coming on and follow his ig um which one should i give i'm gonna give the business ig so he has a business called spread love kitchen where he does like personal chef work i guess you can make orders and everything like that and um yeah he'll cook for you you know if you want to have a little date night or if you want to cook for family or something he will do that for you so his ig is official.spreadlove.kitchen his food looks amazing and uh, you won't regret it. So check that out. So yeah, Chef Bo. Now I'm thinking, who should I do next? Since we're in the Kev realm, let's yeah, let's talk about Kev Pua. Man, Kev Pua, that man. That's my guy. <laughs> He's amazing. He is amazing. He has so much knowledge, and it comes from studying, and it comes from personal experience as well like he is about his craft he wants to be knowledgeable in it he wants to be the best in it it's his drive is very inspiring honestly he's just dope he's a dope person and he has done everything a content creator can do which is amazing so when he gets big i can't wait for the stories that he will be able to tell because it's amazing (laughs) (laughs) it's amazing um so yeah so he was on episode eight which was called can't knock the hustle i named that episode based of a mutual uh favorite of ours jay-z and we talked about the difficulties of well the journey of being a content creative creator um 
the mistakes that we made the struggles of being consistent just loving what you're doing because sometimes it's kind of hard to push through through something like this something that you have to you have to put your heart in so let me share a piece of piece of wisdom with you when it comes to Kev Pua because he is full of wisdom pay you for your work like yep. you should always pay people for your work yep like, absolutely especially period. in this space in the creative space because for example I'll get I'll, 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 I'll speak about myself like this is what I do mm-hmm. and I don't do it professionally in terms of like I don't have a 9 to 5 gig doing this like yeah. I literally freelance this and I figure it out and I'm Day, day to day I try to hustle something out of it Yeah, you know what I'm saying so when that's when that is your only means of eating mm-hmm. like when somebody tries to dis- like when somebody tries to disrespect you and try to undercut your pay mm-hmm. fam my price is my price if you don't like it go somewhere don't else go somewhere else exactly that's, and, I, and I, I'm not I'm not Scorsese or nobody like that mm-hmm. but I know what my work is and I know what my value of my work is exactly you know what I'm saying and if you don't like my prices you know what either go somewhere else mm-hmm. or do what I did learn how to do it exactly and I, I don't mean to sound crass I don't mean to sound like like an a-hole I don't mean it, but it's the truth no, like especially you're paying me yeah. for the you're paying me for the times that I fell asleep watching YouTube tutorials mm-hmm. you're paying me for the time when I'm spending three or four hours on a 30 second clip exactly like people only see the finished project but it's like yo i did i sent like spent eight hours on this yes just for yes. like to get a like like you know yes. what i'm saying like it's it's tedious it's yeah it's brutal so thank you kapua for coming on the show thank you again i always tell you thank you but thank you thank you thank you a million times you really taught me a lot on the episode and outside of the episode so you definitely need a homie for real. And I'm going to plug his podcast again. It's um, Kev Pua, P-U-A, Podcasting for No Reason. It's on Spotify, Apple Music, me Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So definitely check that out because his storytelling is amazing. So please, please check him out. Um, So what's the next episode? I think I'm going to recap okay let's do episode 10 episode 10 is called trapped in a closet and it's with my good friend byron and if you know him in real life you know he's crazy <laughs> so in this episode we're discussing his um interactions with devil men and everything he has to go through with dating you know because he's a gay black male so we he told an interesting story we was chatting it up so i'm gonna put that clip in here have you ever been in a situation that a man has that a DL man has put you in danger like have you ever been in a dangerous situation oh girl do you think I feel like I couldn't word that right they they dangerous in general no I know I know exactly what you're Mm -hmm. talking about they Mm -hmm. are dangerous in in general I have one guy I know if I told you this or not, I think I did tell you this. One guy threatened to shoot me. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing <laughs> yeah, about it. <laughs> and I was like, what? Why am I laughing about this? It's okay. not funny. Yeah, it's really not it's funny. Like, what? But like, you know, we were chilling. Um, he's actually a police officer, so he probably could really shot me and killed and me. And arrested. Yeah, like the fuck. Mm. So, oh, why am I laughing about this? But like, yeah, so we chilled, you know, and... After he was like, you oh, know, you have to go, you know, mm-hmm. and I was like, no, I'm not going nowhere. He's like, no, leave, I'm gonna shoot you. <laughs> that's not funny, but like, no, y'all, don't be no guys who's gonna shoot you. Like, that's not funny. That should be a number one rule. Yeah, like, is. baby, if he has a weapon, like, 
was not cute. Like, nah. <laughs> he said, <laughs> shoot you. Yeah, like, he was going to really shoot me because he didn't want to leave his place. Like, damn, can I get my shoes first? I guess like, technically he was still trespassing. Cause he doesn't he wasn't want trespassing. With, never mind. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so Byron is crazy. <laughs> but thank you. Thank you, Byron, for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. It was, it was such a good episode. It was so funny, so natural. And that's literally how our conversations go all the time. So make sure you follow Byron on um, YouTube. He has a YouTube channel called Locked In Now. And he also has a graphic design page. Well, Instagram page. Um, it's called Byron Locked Design. So make sure you guys follow him on that. Um, his work is amazing too. So if you ever want to, if you ever need a job done, definitely hit him up for that. Um, but yeah, that's my road dog for real. He's crazy. Uh, so the next one. Hmm. I love all of these episodes. This is so like, I'm really recapping it in my head. I'm just like, wow. This is, this is, these are really cool episodes. Okay, so let's do, let's do the last episode that I just put out called Throw It In The Bag. So this is episode 11. This is with my coworker, Babs, again. Um, so we always talk about luxury. Okay, let me back up. Babs is bougie. He is bougie, okay? You want to talk about black men in luxury? That is bad. If you see him in real life, you'll know, like, mm, this is a bougie guy, okay? <laughs> so, so he actually taught me how to, how to care for myself, like, to buy things for myself and not really worry about things later. So we discussed that in this episode, which is really good. Check it out. Episode 11, throw it in the bag. I'm going to insert the clip now. Like it, buying it, buying whatever they wanted uh, will bring them joy and somewhat will bring you joy too. Mm. Do you get? Because you feel like, oh, if I can make my niece happy or my nephew happy, yeah. then I should, you know, be happy somehow. In my case, I won't be happy. Oh, because you want the wine. Because I want the wine. <laughs> so you're going to say, okay. Fuck your niece, so I'll just say, fuck the niece <laughs> and then buy the wine the and experience it and tell the niece or the nephew mm -hmm. about the experience so that when they get to my age, they can go buy that same thing. At that time, it would be maybe 40 or 50 that years old. That is terrible. Wine. So you're going to take your niece and your nephew to go get the wine? Yeah, because your parents can do it. You can buy whatever they need for them. I yeah. And this experience won't pass me by. <laughs> you know <laughs> so that's it sometimes you you need to be selfish sometimes but at the end of the day you mm -hmm. just need to consider yourself it's ah. yeah so you see what type of time babs is on <laughs> yeah he's crazy but thank you babs for coming on again that was actually an older episode that we recorded so when you listen to that episode you're gonna hear stuff from january like the stimulus checks and everything like that so um yeah so that was definitely a crazy time but thank you again babs is nuts and y'all love him too and i'm just trying to figure out why <laughs> but it's all good um so what's the next episode i think i have like two episodes that i need to recap hmm. let's do episode seven which is so fitting so episode seven is called a toast to alignment and it's with my girl kaylin she is like like a sister like my spiritual sister man like she i've been like i've been watching her for so long 
and then I finally get to meet her in person and it was just like clicked comfortable just like family so she's amazing she's like a healer she's gonna do her podcast she's just a dope person you have to listen to episode seven I feel like that was a therapeutic episode for me and I think for both of us because we recently talked about it and it was just it was just all love all just everything I just loved it so I'm gonna put a clip in now which is my favorite part of the episode it was just whoo that's my girl <laughs> and it was like if this is not what I want mm -hmm. you gotta make sure that you know what you want mm. and you putting yourself in that position mm -hmm. to make sure you get what you want mm. you can't stay still yeah done up done gone that's it that that's crazy. it mm -hmm. that's but i want to tell you something mm -hmm. for your situation and for what you're going through mm -hmm. you made the right decision oh yeah i know mm -hmm. you made the I right decision mm -hmm. i am so proud of you thank you i just had to big you up on that thank you so much i, I, like I don't to. give myself enough credit and you need to but yeah i feel good yeah, so that was episode seven called A Toast to Alignment with my girl Kaylin. I love that episode. Like I said it before, it was like a therapy session, honestly. And I don't know, Kaylin is amazing. Like her energy is so dominant, so um, loving, it's so prevalent. It's just, she's just amazing. You know that sis is going to be big because she does not play. Like she doesn't play about her vision. She doesn't play about her craft like sis will she will not deliver something if it's not perfect and that's something i admire her admire about her so definitely check her out her instagram is hold on let me pull it up let me pull it up prophetic and prolific i'll put it in the description i'm gonna give her i'm giving that instagram because she has a lot going on so and she doesn't share until she's ready to share it until it's um to her standards so you gotta watch out for her she's gonna be big i can't i can't wait for it um so i'm gonna put in this clip this is episode so this is nine and this was for my 29th birthday my friend told me that i need to have an episode talking about myself whatever i don't really like talking about myself but you know so i put <laughs> i did the episode anyway and i have this infamous squirrel story that all my close friends know about and a lot of them do not believe me when i told them but i'm gonna insert that clip in so i can share with the world but yeah, so you got to hear it. Uh -huh. um, I need you to tell people your fear about squirrels. Oh. <laughs> I got to sit up for this one. And nobody believes me to this day. I thought she was going to say with a chicken bit the, I mean, with a dog bit the chicken's head off. I thought what? that was, I never told you that story. That's okay. <laughs> oh, wait, that. yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. But that's fine. That's right. So. I'm riding my bike and my bike needed oil. So it was like squeaking like two, three, And how old were you? I had to be like seven, eight. Mm -hmm. I was definitely riding like a two wheel bike. So yeah. I wasn't young. I'm going to say minimum seven, maximum nine. Mm -hmm. Between that. So I'm riding it and I had this hill 
this hill. So I'm going down the hill, going back up, going down, going back up. So all throughout the neighborhood, all you hear is because of the oil. <laughs> so I'm riding past my um place, and then I see a squirrel come down from the tree, and it looks at me, and it runs back, and I'm like. Okay, that's weird, but I'm going to keep riding my e-bike, doing my thing, you know. So then I'm going up the hill, coming down again, passing by my place. Two squirrels come down, look at me, and go back up. So I'm like, yo, this is mad weird. My dumb ass still riding that squeaky ass bike. Come down the hill again, squeaking. Yo, mad squirrels <laughs> came chasing after me, yo. <laughs> Mad like a gang of them. It had to be like 10 of them. Oh my goodness. Came, started chasing me on the bike. I dropped that bike in the middle of the street <laughs> and I ran in the house. Those squirrels bit my tire. My tire was flat. I had to get it fixed. Like they was not playing games. It was like, yo, you're never riding this bike again <laughs> until you properly fix it. Oh my goodness. So. Every time I hear the squirrel story, it's hilarious because I can just envision yeah. it in my head. Mm-hmm. I mean, I believe you. A lot of people don't believe you. I don't even think Jackie believed you. No. Um, But I definitely believe you, but it's hilarious. Now, every time. They do. Yeah, so that's the ninth episode called The 29th Year, my birthday episode. And it was fun to make. I'm usually weird about talking about myself. I'd rather talk about other people, but Stephanie made me feel comfortable, even though she was uncomfortable. (laughs) But Stephanie did great. So thank you so much for hosting that day. Because I know it was out of your comfort zone a little bit. But you did amazing. So the last episode I'm going to recap is episode 6 called Black Champion. And I had to do this episode last because Ak is crazy. So <laughs> so the guest on this show is Ak Newman. Um, he was supposed to be the only guest. But he brought his girlfriend Dominique. And Dominique is amazing. I love her. She's so sweet. She's like so precious. I love her so much. And I had to have her on the mic too. So, Ak, I just, Dominique, I just don't know how you do it. Ak is nuts. Like, I love it. It is, it's so funny. So, I have to put two clips in. I have to show you Ak's personality because he's like, he's a rare one. I never met a person like Ak. So, I need y'all to grasp that energy that he has. It's very, it's amazing though. It's amazing. Um, I love what he's doing. He has like multiple projects. He's like a barber at the shop in Inglewood. It's just his energy is so dope. And so I'm going to put that clip in. And then it's a second clip. I'm going to get there when I get there. Because I have a little. That one is so close to my heart. So let me put this first clip in. Jew is God. Mm. The father and the son is mm-hmm. one and the same. Your father is Akbach. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> you are my mm-hmm. son. Mm-hmm. You I tell I tell just my son justice and the baby God, mm-hmm. you are God. You will grow up to be God as you grow older. Mm-hmm. So I always just teach them um how can I say like intense blackness if you will okay just of what the world is itself mm-hmm. it's not really like uh you're black you're black you're looking at you black black it's like <laughs> this is what the world consists of mm-hmm. on the side of my son being 14 years old and him possibly could be mike brown mm. my son six years old 
and him maybe being too smart for his own britches. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. To their energy and the power that they can emanate to them being little jerks as like the father. Mm -hmm. So it's when when you say when I tell them that God, I let them I really let them I'm really letting them know the power that they possess yeah. and how they can affect others. Mm. Yeah, so that was the first clip of episode six, Black Champion. I love that clip of Act describing how he explains blackness to his children. It's something that's necessary that all, especially a black father, should have with their black sons. So he's always been passionate about his blackness. He's always been passionate about his kids. So I just wanted to put that snippet in and um him and his comedic storytelling is just genius i love it uh, but this clip of dominique when she is explaining how much she loves this man i i listen to it and i just i hold back tears every time because she really loves him i think you can feel it in the way she's speaking about it and i, I just love it it's so inspirational I'm just glad they're together. I'm just glad. I'm just so happy. Dominique is my girl. You got to listen to this. For mm -hmm. more of black love. Yeah. With him. Mm. He's amazing. Like, he's on a different level of what I'm used to. Yeah. You know, I'm just, I'm just used to shitty men. <laughs> right? And mm -hmm. then he comes along. And he opens my eyes and my world to new things mm -hmm. so as he was saying before like black love i don't think it's black love it's just yeah. love in general mm -hmm. and with him it's i don't know like infinite like i just he just i live mm -hmm. off him mm -hmm. so when you say like how does she do it <laughs> <laughs> it's not easy yeah but when you see something in someone mm -hmm. you want to keep fighting so i think every day is it's a fight mm. and I, I like i get when i get dressed for work i get dressed for work and i put on extra armor because i'm with him yeah <laughs> so i gotta fight through all the stuff he's fighting through mm -hmm. so you don't want to fucking marry this woman in fucking Vegas. I can't. <laughs> I don't see a ring on her finger when she took that. Don't worry. You're going to do another podcast about yeah, our marriage yeah, I'm going to have an update and be like, listen, they got married. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that is episode six, Black Champion. And I just have to, I had to put Dominique's, um, I just had to put that clip of her explaining her love for Ak because she just loves that man with her whole soul and they really love each other and I can't wait to see them grow as a couple as individuals as business partners they're gonna be so dope they're a dope couple and they're dope individuals but they're a dope couple too and I can't wait to see what they're gonna do next um please follow their a merch line called black champion their ig is called black champion 2020 um they have some dope stuff they really have some dope stuff i actually have to buy a shirt and hoodie myself hoodie myself so yeah that's what i'm gonna i'm probably gonna do after i finish this <laughs> but yeah so 
wow this is the wrap up of season one I'll be honest though this was so crazy this was a crazy experience like podcasting is not it's not what I thought it would be but it it was hella fun it was hella fun and it made me realize that I really have some dope people in my life um I have a, a dope support system you just never know who is there to support you who admires you from afar who's willing to even have a conversation with you for nothing in return you know and um this was just amazing i'm so grateful for this experience man i'm so grateful for this experience and i can't wait to see where this goes this is actually the first thing i didn't quit y'all <laughs> so so this is i don't know i'm just so excited i'm so excited for it i'm so excited for season two we're gonna have so many dope guests i'm actually gonna do some visuals so this is why i'm taking this little break so i can get my stuff together and put out content that is needed that is that is i guess professional um that's just gonna elevate some things so i'm excited for y'all to see season two i'm excited to see um for y'all to see the clips that i'm gonna put up i'm just so excited and i cannot wait i cannot wait so i just want to thank y'all for listening and i appreciate you fam and remember be honest though see you